Welcome, everyone, to episode 417 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Uh, today's topic, since we haven't been kind of live in a while, and uh, definitely not live on, on Twitch, is going to be just the news. Uh, so last week's episode was our mid-year recap. So I think it's a good time to catch up on some of the important gaming news stories that we missed out on over the, the past couple weeks. So uh, that's going to be our main topic. Will, do you have anything you want to tease for later on the episode? Uh, I'll probably talk about God of War because that's uh, the main game that I've been playing as mm-hmm. of late. Uh, but other than that, no, nothing. I haven't been able to play too many games recently. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll be talking more Mario Maker 2, which I've played quite a bit of. I will be talking about a little bit about Harry Potter, Wizards Unite, and then another mobile title in Dr. Mario World that just came out, I don't know, late last week sometime. Uh, I've been oh, playing. Dan's turned into a mobile gamer. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird to have something on a mobile device that I actually kind of want to play. I so. leave for a month, and this is what happens. <laughs> it's short <laughs> short lived, short lived. That's true. That's true. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be for later on in the episode. So, uh, all right. Well, I'll get started with uh, some Nintendo news. I don't know if you have this stuff, Will, but. Uh, the first one is a little bit old news at this point. It's uh, it's that Nintendo announced a new version of the Nintendo Switch called the Switch Lite. Uh, the Switch Lite will retail for $200 uh, instead of the normal $300 price point that the regular Switch comes in. It's going to have a smaller 5.5-inch touchscreen, a smaller form factor with a unibody design, uh, so the Joy-Cons don't actually detach. Uh, I think we actually talked about all this at, at some point. Uh, this has been leaked for a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. Leaked and or surmised, I guess, from from uh, patent filings and, and that sort of stuff. Uh, it's going to have an actual full-on D-pad instead of circular arrow buttons on the left-hand side, which is great because that's one of the biggest complaints I see from about the Switch is is the lack of a proper D-pad. Uh, so people people are going to be excited about that one uh, if you're if they're interested in the Switch Lite. It's going to have three to seven hour battery life instead of the two to six and a half that the current Switch has. Uh, it does not have HD rumble or it does not and also does not have the ability to dock. So you can't play it on your TV. It is specifically a mobile console. It's going to come in yellow, gray or turquoise colors and will be available starting September 20th. Um, so I've already got interest in my household for at least one of these. So we may end up getting one at some point. Uh, but there's also going to be a special Pokemon Sword and Shield version of it, uh, available that's going to be light gray with red buttons on one side and blue buttons on the other side. Uh, looks really neat. So I like that they're doing the special edition ones too. How much does it retail at again? Two hundred. Oh wow. Yeah, not so basically too... a more powerful 3ds. Yeah, yeah, I guess with only one screen. Yeah. I, I love hearing this. I think that's a great move by Nintendo. I think they're going to sell a ton of these. Yeah, especially coming out right before Pokemon comes out. Yeah, genius. Yeah, I mean, they've got a lot of first-party titles come out, coming out soon, too. Um, obviously, one next week, uh, which we'll, we'll get to. Uh, another on my announcement that I'll, that I'll say right now is that Luigi's Mansion got a release date today. It's going to be coming out October 31st. So, Perfect timing. It's 
couldn't be better. I knew it was going to come out in October. I didn't figure they would do it actually on October 31st on Halloween. So yeah, because it's not a Friday or anything. It's just mid like midweek. Oh, is it Thursday? Really? Okay. Yeah. So I like that they did that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, people get too caught up on like release dates of it being on like Friday or whatever. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's 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 cool stuff. Uh, a couple more Nintendo announcements. Uh, I, this was, I think they announced this this morning, uh, but they're doing a refresh of the regular Nintendo Switch model that will extend the battery life to between four and a half and nine hours. Uh, this model is expected Ooh. to be available in the U.S. starting in August. Uh, it's not, they didn't put a bigger battery in it, but the process, the CPU and GPU and stuff that they put in it is going to be more efficient. So it's going to be better on battery. A few updated components and stuff. Uh, so that's that's always a good thing. So this is this isn't a pro version, right? It's just nope. a refresh. It's yeah, it's just a refresh. Uh, you know, they probably switched they switched over to better components slash cheaper components. You know, because the OG Switch came out over two years ago now. So wow, has it been that long? Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah. Where's the time gone? It's gone by fast. <laughs> uh, and then the last Nintendo announcement is that there is new Joy-Con colors coming. Uh, purple and orange in a pair and then dark blue and lime green in a pair uh, both look amazing and i want them right now man if i could get uh the purple ones are they, are they still like what 70 dollars the joy cons they're typically 80 uh i got my so i got the when i got my switch i got the gray switch and mm-hmm. the um but i but i later bought extra an extra joy con set the, the blue and the red and it was i think i think i bought them for like 63 dollars so you can find them on sale i wouldn't anticipate when they first come out they'll go on sale but no you know, eventually i don't like that i got the gray ones now like looking back on it because like they're the most boring color that they have out there yeah i mean that's uh, when i bought when i pre-ordered mine that was all they had i didn't i wasn't able to get a, uh, a one with the red and blue uh, but like I said, I just bought the Joy-Cons later, so the extra colored set. Uh, so go ahead, Will. What do you got for... Um, I guess, keeping with the Nintendo trend, I wanted to talk about Fire Emblem Three Houses a little bit, because we are almost a week away from that being out. Uh, and everything that I've been seeing from this game has been incredibly positive. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to get your temperature on it. Are you very excited for Fire Emblem Three Houses? Yeah, I'm actually to the point I, I um, that I like I want something deep to get into because all the stuff I've been playing is is snippets here and there, and I haven't like really sunk yeah. my teeth into a game in a long time. Uh, I actually played Breath of the Wild for a little bit today just just to play something to you know invest you know my body and soul into. Um, so yeah, I am very very excited for that. Uh, you know, because again, it's on the Switch and I can play it wherever, whenever I want. So, so I and I've heard, I've also heard nothing but good things about it too. I actually heard, I think it was today or I saw yes last night. I don't really remember, but it took because how the game is set up is it takes place where everybody's in the War Academy, and then there's a time skip, and then that's when like the countries battle uh-huh. or the the houses get into a war. And I guess that the the War Academy stuff said somebody said he was doing that for forty hours before he got to the time skip. And like I would guess the 
bulk of the story happens after the time skip, you know, sure. because that's when everything's set in motion. So it seems like it's a pretty meaty game. I know um, the creative director, the I don't remember exactly who it was, but said like it takes over 240 hours to do all of the, the houses and stuff like that. So it seems like it's a super deep game. Yeah, that'll be nice to have something to, like I said, to really, really sink your teeth into. I haven't had anything like that in quite a while, so. Yeah. Just a actually, nice, meaty was, RPG. I've been trying to figure out, like, what house I was going to pick recently, and I don't know which one I'm going to settle on. I'm having a very hard time figuring it out. Yeah, I never watched any of the trailers or anything. I don't know anything about them. I want to go into it without any preconceived notions, so I, I know very little bit about all that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super pumped for it. Uh, I'm getting digital, so I will probably stay up to, till midnight and play it when it comes out. It's usually yep. shortly after midnight. Ten minutes after is usually when you can start playing uh, Nintendo Switch games. Uh, first party, anyway. So. Um. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, um, let me bring up the rest of them now. I have some stuff. Uh, Fire Emblem. Uh, so there was a, a trailer that came out for Smash that said that the Dragon Quest hero character was going to be coming out in July, but I guess they, or it was a tweet, but I guess they edited it to say summer. So people are speculating that this July, um, which is only another week and a half or so, uh, we're going to be getting the next Smash character. So, um, that, I'm excited for that. I need a reason to get back to Smash. It's been a bit. Yeah, I'm with you on getting back to Smash. I played a little bit with my kids, but I definitely have to... We, for a while, they were playing every night before they went to bed. Uh, but we, we've gotten away from that. We should get back to it, because it's such a good game. Yeah, and I, like... I feel bad. This is the best Smash Brothers game, and I've played it the least out of all the Smash Brothers games. And I'm like, I feel like I need to get back to it. Yeah. Well, if we're, um, we're going to do Smash Weekend, too, you don't want to you don't want to be the worst player. Yeah. Oh God, no, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Although that'll probably be uh, that'll probably be Corey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe it would be Corey. Corey would beg to differ, but well, the thing is, is he you know doesn't doesn't ever play it because uh, he had a friend up what a couple weekends ago who is a big into Smash, so him and Corey you know fired up Smash and Corey hadn't unlocked any of the characters on his version because he hadn't played that's it since right we played your switch when we when we had uh guys weekend or uh smash weekend in, in december actually we played we played eric's oh did we play eric's yeah we did play eric's okay. i was unlocking on the side when i was like when i would sit out gotcha so yeah we predominantly eric somehow got all the characters because we kept playing that one yeah um the next thing I want to talk about, again, keeping with Nintendo, is uh, the whole Game Freak Pokemon stuff that's been coming out. A lot of people have been saying Game Freak is reusing assets from older Pokemon games in Sword and Shield. Yeah. Um, they actually came out, and I think it might have been a Polygon article that said that they weren't, and then um, Famasu, or uh, where is it? I'm trying to remember the site. I can't find it right now. Uh, but also said that, uh, no, that they had to redo all of the Pokemon in the game uh, for the new scope of the size of the game, and that's why not all of the Pokemon are in there. Again, fans are upset and boycotting Pokemon. It's kind of an ugly situation right now with Game Freak and its fans. A lot of people, there's like a bootleg Chinese mobile game that came out 
um, that has like really good Pokemon animations, and people are like, well, why can't Game Freak, a bit like a million dollar company, do that? But like a small Chinese development studio that made a bootleg of Pokemon do that. So is is um, it is it small though, or it, is it huge, and we just don't realize it because it's it's China only, you know? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. Um, but like that's the go-to, and people have been poking or posting uh, videos of Pokemon Stadium on the N64, and so these animations are better than the new Switch one. It's just, it's ugly. Like I kind of had to subscribe or unsubscribe to the Pokemon subreddit because all it is is just negative uh, bickering right now. And like I get why people are upset over the Pokedex thing. Um, I just personally don't care. Yeah. At all. I, I don't. I don't collect mm-hmm. every single pokemon in all the games so it's just whatever i usually only use the pokemon that are in the game the new pokemon uh that's all i really use do a playthrough the catch some of my favorite pokemon train them and that's pretty much what i do and like all of my favorite pokemon i'm almost positive will end up being in the game anyway and we don't know what pokemon are going to be in or how many it could be like 500 of the 800 900 pokemon like i don't we have no idea yeah, I I don't have a problem with any of any of that because like you, I've only played them as one off. I've never, never. I might have transferred some Pokemon from the first from the uh, from red or blue to gold or silver, but probably not mm. even that. I, I if I did, I don't remember and don't care. Yeah, like you, exactly. like I I kind of understand. You know the the completionists, the people that have been with the series from the beginning. Like I I, I kind of understand that, but at the same time, like it. At some point, it's got to transition to something different, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, as Pokemon being, I think I said out of my favorite franchises, I think I said Pokemon was my favorite franchise. Like, I love Pokemon, but, like, I knew this was going to be coming at some point. So, I mean, if the game is good, like, then it's good. I'm not going to care about the whole Pokedex situation, you know? And it seems like Um, it is good, at least from what I've seen. Yeah, I mean, it looks better. A lot of people are upset with how the graphics look and yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, I don't know. It's whatever. It's I I think it's going to end up being a really good game, and I think people are going to be um, surprised. That it's a, I don't think it's going to get the credit that it deserves, though, by people. I think people are going to have a bad taste in their mouth because of all of this uh, Pokedex stuff that they're not going to give it any credit. So, Yeah, which is unfortunate. It really is, because this game has potential. I think some of the Pokemon look really good, and I think like some of the character designs for the gym leaders, I think they look awesome. So, Yeah, um, yeah I agree. It's, un- it's unfortunate. I, and I really love the whole premise, too. It's it's taking cues from like the UK and their, and their culture. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the whole put the stadium battles thing is, is awesome, you know, like a, like a soccer match. Yeah, well, I love all ex- that stuff. It's one of the neater, like, people get to talk about how gym battles are so, like, boring now because it's the same thing. Like, oh, you know, you fight this couple trainers and you're in a gym battle, but, like, this it seems like they really up the scope. Like, you're doing the Dynamaxing in the stadium with people watching and cheering it on. Like, I think that's a really cool idea for, uh, uh, a really cool idea for gym battles. And it, like, spices it up enough but keeps it kind of to its roots at the same time. Yeah. Um, so I'm still really excited for it. I probably will still be getting two copies. So, <laughs> as will I. Uh, both, my, you know, me and my son are going to want to have our own copies. Right now, uh, the amount of times I've had to put Switch, uh, which uh, Nintendo Switch, the Mario Maker Two cartridge has been in, is mm-hmm. insane. I bet you have switched yeah. hundred times. Oh yeah, because you know, my son will put it down, and I'll put it in my Switch and play for a few minutes, and then he'll be like, "Oh, I had an idea for a level," so I'll. 
but at least that's better than having to buy the game twice uh, but pokemon because of of the nature of that type of game uh that'll be one that that we each have our own copies of yeah and i also saw that like specific gym trainers will be in specific games like um i can't remember the two like one the ghost trainer is going to be in shield and then a fighting trainer is going to be in sword and they're gonna that it, it'll be the same like gym leader like chronologically in the story but it'll be the different person okay so um they're going further with the exclusivity of the of the uh different versions too so nice um next uh real real quick real quick well one of the things i I wanted to talk to you about is uh the whole internet uh outrage thing um Oh it, well, yeah, it's it's super annoying. But one of the, I, I uh, tossed the idea out of of slightly rebranding the Thumbstick Athletes podcast because uh, we're you know we're branded as uh, at least for right now as the Consumer Reports of video games, which I don't really feel like we fit that role. Uh, and my idea to rebrand was uh, as to be an antidote for today's internet outrage culture because uh, we don't you know we don't let stuff get under our skin or get outraged by anything really. Uh, yeah, so I, I kind of wanted positive. to, yeah, I had thrown, thrown the idea out there to rebrand and, uh, what did Corey say? Lukewarm takes from the thumbstick athletes podcast. That was you will that, get that. the Lucas of warm takes from us at this point. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. So I wanted, I wanted to give that, Corey credit for that. I don't really know what I get passionate about in games anymore, to be honest, like where I'm like getting outraged. I, I, I don't get that way about really anything. There's just not enough time in the day to care about all this stuff, you know. I'll enjoy no. things for what they are. No, not like I, uh, I don't know. There's so many other things going on. Like the one thing I want to sit around and enjoy is video games, and so like I'm not gonna put myself into positions to be annoyed over things. So. Yeah, because 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 a handful, well, a handful. It's probably a vocal minority of people are mad about the the Pokedex thing, you know. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. But anyway, um, go ahead, continue. Yeah. Next, I've got uh, the last piece of CDLC of Atlantis is out, so I think all of the DLC for that game is officially done out. Um, I guess it's pretty good. So I've heard great things about the uh, Atlantis DLC for, for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yep, so go, go pick that up. I... Assassin's Creed Odyssey reached my second favorite game of all time. Uh, I thought it was an incredible game, so um, I think everybody should go play it. Yeah. Uh, real quick before I get into my next news story, uh, Will is also remote, which is why you don't see him yes. on the screen. I, I I took the picture, the old picture of him from our website, uh, to put on there. He's yeah, he, I, uh... he, he's on his phone too, so if he's a little bit choppy, that's why. Yeah, I'm picking up a friend from the airport tonight, and how pod- I wanted to be on the podcast because I didn't want to miss yet another week. Uh-huh. Um, I've been busy, you know, planning the Area 51 stuff, you know, storming yeah. it. So yep. uh, I wanted to be on. So the way that I could get the timing to work is if I recorded from car to yep. through Skype on my phone. So that's why I'm remote. But yeah, which is also why this is going to be a, a more brief episode too. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna try to keep it around an hour. And I don't know if you can hear my car beeping currently. Yep. <laughs> um, and last but not least, 
It's a, the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot game. A lot of there's been a lot of like hush and mum details on the game because people were wondering like they saw Goku fighting up to Frieza, but it didn't show anything after that. And the directors of the game kind of were like, oh, we're gonna announce that at a later date. So people were like, uh oh, is this new Dragon Ball Z Kakarot game only up to the Frieza saga? Um, but today they announced that playable characters in the game who like will actually fully playable characters are gonna be Goku, Gohan, Piccolo, and Vegeta. So a lot of people now uh, think 100% that Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is going to be through the entire Z um, story. Oh, wow. Which is exciting because um, it would suck if they did the up to the Frieza saga, stop, up to the Cell saga, stop, new game, and then the Boo saga, stop, new game. So um, it kind of seems like, you know... It seems like Gohan, you know, is going to be the playable character during the Cell Saga, which would be pretty cool. Vegeta will be the playable character for a little bit of the Frieza Saga and um, some of the Boo Saga stuff. So um, this game looks pretty cool. Uh, I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, I'm in agreement. Uh, I was always a big Piccolo fan, so I like that you can play Piccolo. Piccolo in the actual series gets shafted. He should be way more important of a fighter than he is right now. Yeah. Uh, Piccolo is a great. I started rewatching the for like the ninth time, uh, and just seeing like how it starts where him and Goku hate each. Well, don't hate each other, but like yeah, they're big enemies. rivals, and like yeah. they they team up to fight Raditz. This is a really cool moment because like they both have to team up to beat an enemy. But like later in the series, they're just like Goku's so powerful that Piccolo doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. But. Uh, that's it for the news stories that I have, Dan. So take okay. away whatever else you have. Yeah, I've got one one last news story. It's that uh, Ubisoft has revealed some details on its new Uplay Plus service. Uh, so the price of the service, it's going to be PC only, too. That's an important distinction. It's going to be $15 a month and will include all newly released titles as they launch. Uh, so that's a, that's a good deal. Um, other than that, there will be 110 other games on it. I looked over the list. Uh, pretty much anything you would want to play from Ubisoft is on there. Uh, you know, a lot of the Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, a lot of Rayman games are on, on there. South Park games are on there. Uh, it's, it's all there. So definitely uh, is something that I'll be using at various points. That's what I'm going to use to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey finally. And, uh, you know, when the new Ubisoft games come out, if I don't, if I decide I don't necessarily want to buy them, I'll I'll try them on that. And that that's going to be one that I use like uh, the EA Access or Origin Access, where I only subscribe occasionally uh, to try new things, or um, you know if there's a specific game I want to play. Uh, the Xbox One, the Game Pass is the only one I'll continually subscribe to. But yeah, yeah I think it's nice to have that option. You know, definitely like. We're t- I've been talking about Game Pass recently and really talking highly of it that like you can pay $10 and get all of these games and be able to play as much as you want for a month. I think that's an awesome service, and it's good to see Ubisoft, who also has a good catalog of games, doing this too. So I think consumer just wins. So. Yep. yep, absolutely. Um, and sometimes there's not enough of that in gaming. So Yeah, agreed. Uh, okay, how was your weeks, Will? It's been good. I've been really busy. I've been working a lot. I've been. Uh, I did an adult thing today and made a budget for myself. I've never done that before, but I need nice. to start saving actual money, so I did that. Uh, yeah, just enjoying the summer for the most part. Um, I'm going to be going to Florida here in September, so I'm excited for that. 
um yeah but other than that it's just been working and trying to you know when you come over down with your family like swim and hang out and then like see my friends as much as i can uh that's really what i've been up to this whole time so nice uh how about you uh, a couple things first uh i had val play earthbound for our last rookie camp episode so if you're interested check that out that's on our our youtube channel which is i don't know if it's youtube.com slash thumbstick athletes or not but um you know if you if you go into youtube and search thumbstick athletes or go to our website uh thumbstickathletes.com you can follow links from there uh, also on twitter like i always tweet out the the rookie camps and stuff so uh, you can check it out there um but it, it was it was crazy to watch that game being played again uh the, everything like just sticks with you so much the music and uh it really holds up pretty well too i i think yeah, when I played it, like, I don't know, it might have been a year and a half ago at this point, I thought it held up pretty well, and, yeah. you know, for being such an old game, and, like, not like a stream, like, it was a cult classic game from Nintendo, it wasn't like a, oh, this is a Mario, those all hold up pretty well, it's a, right. kind of a random game, so, yeah, um, they did an amazing job. Yeah, I played on the oh. Wii U a few years back and, and beat it, uh, maybe yeah. it was, like, three years ago, and, uh. But yeah, we played it on the SNES Classic, which using the actual controller is is it makes a huge difference. You know, it really really uh, helps that nostalgia feeling come back. You know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so there was that. The other thing I did, I'm sure I've done other things. It just I if I don't write it down, I don't remember. Uh, but I bought my son Mario 64 on the Wii U today. He had shown some interest in playing I, I don't know how i got on the subject but i was talking about mario 64 and he was like oh i can, is there any way i can play that i was like yeah i think on the wii u so yeah i went and bought it, it was 10 bucks uh and that's another one you know just the music and and the controls and and everything it's just like oh my gosh because that i was telling him that game blew my mind when i first played it because i'd only ever played at least for mario games i'd only played 2d mario games you know uh, to have that be the first yeah. fully 3D Mario game, it was amazing. So he's he's been playing yeah. that a lot and 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 liking it a lot more than I thought he would. Um, so it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I have for my week. Uh, what'd you play, Will? Uh, God of War, Dan. I've been playing. It took me a little bit longer to beat God of War than I kind of wanted. Um, but boy, when I finally got like into that game, that's a really good game. Um, it's awesome to see Kratos and Atreus' relationship develop as the game goes on. It's a very interesting thing. I didn't know anything about the previous God of War games, so I kind of looked up the story uh-huh. of them uh, and learned a little bit about like kind of what was going on in those first three games. And long story short. I kind of see why Kratos is the way that he is. Okay. In the the new God of War, he's kind of a kind of a jerk, treats himself like garbage in the beginning. Um, but it's basically because he's just kind of a he, he like I guess his family got killed in the other God of War games from him by him or something. So like that was kind of the way that why he's the way that he is. He had to like kill the gods and so on and so forth. So like seeing like him go into the new game trying to 
teach his son to be better than him is a really cool thing to see uh-huh. uh, as the game progresses. There's a lot of things I really liked about it, too. Um, I loved the combat. It was... I never got bored of it. I thought it was always fun, and there's a lot of different uh, tools that you can do uh, that make it way more interesting. Um, there's a couple of weapons that throw back to the old God of War games, too, which was a really cool moment to see. Um, yeah, I just think that the game really shines where like the relationship between Kratos, Atreus, and then there's another character that kind of tags along the second half of the game. Uh, it's really cool to see, and like seeing all the Norse gods, too, and like killing them is just really fun uh, and i'm looking forward to seeing what happens with the next god award game because there's definitely going to be another one so nice um yeah so my my journey through the ps4 exclusives that i never got to play is going quite well uh i want to do persona now but the problem is, is fire emblems coming out and with persona being like a 90 hour game it's going to take me a while to beat it. So yeah. might not be the best um, time to start that. No, it might not be. So I actually was like, man, I need a, like a soul food game to play right now. So I booted up Final Fantasy 15 and man, that game, I'm glad I ended up putting that in my top. I think I might have put it in my top five, if I remember correctly, because that game is just hits the right spots. Like it's just the relationship between the four bros going on that, on that road trip and like camping and like doing um, uh, the big hunts. There's just so many things that like are enjoyable for me in that game. Like going on the road trips, listening to like the old Final Fantasy music. There's just so many things that I love about it. And I hate that people kind of malign that game a little bit for the direction. Cause yeah, it did have issues, but I think the, the game is better, is better than it gets credit for right. in my opinion. Uh, people either love it or don't really like the game at all, and I'm in the camp that I love it, and I know it has faults, but it's a. I thought it was an amazing game, and I guess they fix a lot of stuff too. So I have to see what's going on with that, um, all the fixes, because I know there was one chapter in particular that was awful, and I wanted to rage quit later in the game. So, um, but those are the two things that I've really been playing a lot of. Yeah, I, I um, the little bit of Final Fantasy fifteen that I played, I, I really liked. I, I'm just waiting to have my PC upgraded before I go back to it. Um, it ran okay, but I really wanted to see it in, in all of its sixty frames per second glory. You know. Yeah. So, but that's something I'm I'm getting up against the wall with. My computer's really starting to show its age. I'm starting to get some some problems with the usb ports with with because i've been recording videos for for rated g games just about every night um it, it processes videos slow it doesn't quite process them at the frame rate that i would like uh is, i mean this computer is what seven years old or something at this point so yeah it's high time i had a new one it doesn't owe me anything i've done a lot with it but it'll be a you know a backup i'll have it have it for recording the podcast probably and then I'll just use the other one for for gaming and videos and stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah. But I would like to revisit um, that at some point. Yeah, I think um, I think it's definitely worth a play. It's long, or it can be long at least. I think I want to say I put like fifty some hours in into it when I initially played it. Uh-huh. I won't put that much time into it again. I probably won't get that far considering Fire Emblem's out in eight days or whatever. So yeah. Uh, um, 
Yeah, but I'll probably be playing that. And, like, I play a little Rocket League here and there as well. I'm kind of getting bit by the Rocket League fever because all of my friends play Rocket League. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Do, <laughs> do Eric and Corey <laughs> so know this? No, they don't. I don't oh. want to admit it. Oh, gotcha. How's your, I know they won't listen, so. How's your skill level? Corey, Corey will definitely listen. I think Eric listens, too, actually. I'm pretty bad, man. I'm not going to lie. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we're, you're behind the skill curve. It's hard to get caught up. Very, very far behind. I've scored a couple goals, which feels good, which I usually never do. I just let Corey and Eric handle that. But uh-huh. I am so bad. I, I, you know, like when a baby deer is born and it can't really walk? Yeah. And it falls over itself a lot? That's yeah. kind of what I am when I'm trying to play. Yeah. I would be okay at it. It's if, awful, but it's I, so much fun. Yeah, I would be okay. At, it is It is a lot of fun. I totally agree with that. I would be okay at it if, if it was just on the ground. I can't get the hang of the flying. I just can't. No, it's. I don't know how my friends can do it. Yeah. There's got to be training modes for that. There is, actually. There's a... Actually, in the in the actual game, there's there's a training mode that helps you learn how to fly. And I've done it, but I just can't, like, apply that to a game situation. You know? Yeah. Because I just feel Definitely. like I put myself way out of place. I, I'm better off just you know driving and playing the game the the way i know how but mm-hmm. it's fun um yeah. you're breaking up yeah, no, game that i need to return to sorry can you hear me now yeah go ahead hello, hello. yeah i kind of want a game that i return to a couple times like you know keep returning to and play like maybe a game or two and then like quit playing and go do something else and i think broccoli is gonna end up being being that game oh boy so very nice you're breaking up again will breaking up again will up oh, there you are just barely just barely you're very very crackly hello hello I haven't moved spots once, so... Okay. Uh, sometimes if you have your phone too far down in the car, it, the signal isn't as good. That could be. Can you hear... Am I better now? Yeah, better. Because uh, uh, okay. when I'm playing, like, a lot of times I play Harry Potter in the car. Uh, not driving, but parked. And if I have my phone, like, down by my lap, it doesn't uh, always work as well. So I, I'll lift it up and hold it up, and it, it works a little bit better that way. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, anything else you played, Will? No, that's it for me. All right. Uh, so I played quite a bit of Super Mario Maker 2. I beat the story mode. Uh, yeah. Woo. Thank you. I think that was last night or the night before. Uh, story mode was really good. There is a wide variety of levels that ha- that try all the all the tricks. It's good, too, if you don't really know what to make levels about. It, it kind of gives you some guidance and, and lets you know what's possible with levels. Uh, and they're all of high quality because they're all, you know, the actual Nintendo levels. Uh, so it's like play, it's like playing a very interesting, like, mod for Mario, you know, because there's a lot of the stuff that's in there is not stuff you'd see in the mainline series games. Uh, you know, a lot of the mechanics and, and whatnot. And it also spans a bunch of different... Uh, eras of, of uh, Mario games, you know, Mario One, Mario Three, Mario yeah. World, uh, New Super Mario Brothers, and then and then now Super Mario Three D World, 
Uh, so you get a taste of all all that stuff, uh, which is really quite good. I think I pl- I think I beat about the the jobs part of it. I think I beat like maybe fifty or sixty jobs. Uh, I'll probably go back and eventually finish all those at, at some point. Uh, slowly needle needle away at them. Some of them are pretty hard too. I had a lot of trouble with one of the ones on the on the last last round of of levels that I did. Um, so that was that was quite good. Uh, I've probably cleared about 230 easy levels in endless mode, uh, and that's what I'll do wow. when I have a few minutes here and there. I'll I'll play the easy easy levels uh, just to you know see what's out there. Uh, not get frustrated is another thing because um, they're easy levels. So usually I'll, usually I'll only die once or twice, if at all, when I when I do the, the easy levels. Uh, plus it allows me to experience a bunch of them. So. Uh, one thing I did want to say, and this was a complaint for a lot of the Super Mario Maker, the first one, is uh, bad levels. But I have not come across very many bad levels at all. I want to say there was maybe three or four that I would consider mm. to be like bad levels. Um, but other yeah. than that, like everything's like pretty well done and, and impressive. Uh, you know, some of them aren't are spectacular, but serviceable if you're just playing through levels. Uh, but one thing you have to keep in mind too is, uh, you know, children build levels. You know, my son's got a bunch of levels. He's eight. My daughter has a level that she put in in Mario Maker. She's five. So, uh, you know, don't don't criticize levels just because you don't happen to love them. You know. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah, you're definitely playing levels from children. So chill out. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Um, I've still only made two levels. I'm working on my third level. Uh, I don't know when or if it'll get done, um, but I would like to get into the, into the level making a little bit more, uh, cause Corey's made a lot of levels. I think he's made four or five. Uh, and one of them in particular is, is spectacular. And I actually tweeted this. I don't think I did it from thumbstick. I tweeted it from rated G games. Cause that's what I have connected to my switch. And I retweeted it with the thumbstick athletes. Um, but it's, it's Corey's. And I don't even remember the name of it. Let me call it up on my phone. It's a space themed level uh, where you have to defend Ooh. a space elevator. It's fantastic. No, no, not that one. Oh, you know what? It's on the Switch. I'll get that right now. It's, uh, yeah, you defend the space elevator, and it's like a whole sci fi themed thing. It's really, really good. But I have to get the actual name of it. And I'll try to remember to put it in the. Co- in the in the uh, description below the episode on YouTube. It's called Space Rescue 17 XV11. Uh, and the description is, Mario, our space elevators under attack destroy their mothership. Uh, very creative. Um, it's probably... Uh, it's probably top three in the theme levels that I've played. Really? Out of all the levels I've played... Uh, I'll usually go through too and play the popular courses. Yeah, you know whether they're hard or speed run levels or or theme courses. I'll, I'll then they seem to rotate every couple days, so I'll try to go through and play those. And yeah, Corey's level is right up there with with some of the best that I've played as far as theme levels go. It's really well done. Corey is a creative creative person. Yes, he is. His other levels are good I... too. It's just that one is a stand a standout. You know. Yeah. Good job, Corey. Yeah. 
Uh, I still have to try the versus mode. I haven't done anything with that yet. Um, I would like to get the kids and 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 Val in on that and do like you know four person versus mode uh, if I can. Uh, I also did a video where I played my son's courses uh, for rated G games. So I don't know if I tweeted that out from Thumbstick Athletes or not, but that's that's on the rated G games YouTube channel, and that was pretty fun. So that's my Mario Maker spiel uh still that that's a great game that'll be one that i i revisit from time to time frequently Mm -hmm. uh harry potter wizards unite i still play that quite a bit it's almost completely replaced my pokemon go i'll fire up pokemon go maybe once a day and not do anything Mm -hmm. with it and close it and not look at it again (laughs) uh it's just it's it's more fun and involved than pokemon go uh, especially, yeah. I, I talked about this before, but I didn't do any of the raiding or battling or anything like that for Pokemon Go. So that's one aspect of the game I just wasn't interested in at all. Um, you know, it's not, it's not anything wrong with the game. It's just nothing I was I was going to do. Um, but also with Harry Potter, there's been a recent uptick in activity in our house, which keeps me a little bit more engaged in the game. Uh, and I just hit level 12, so that's that's been quite fun. Yeah, I uh, still can't get into the Harry Potter game. Yeah, no, I understand. Um, and I'm only like kind of a casual Harry Potter fan anyway. I watch the movies and I like that. I watch the movies once and I like them. I'm actually uh, hopefully the after me and Val finish up Game of Thrones again, I think we're going to watch the Harry Potter movies again because that was what we did after the first time we watched Game of Thrones together uh, was watch the Harry Potter movies. So yeah. Uh, hey, what's up, Jake? N- nice to see you. Um, it's been a while since we've been live too. Uh, last week, yeah, last week's episode was, was not a live one and then, or not a regular episode. It was a, you know, recorded one. (laughs) Best Harry Potter game only has Hermione and and tentacles in it. (laughs) Yeah. Good stuff. Um, where was I? Oh yeah, and then the week before that, me and Corey recorded. I think on a Friday, but it wasn't it wasn't live just because I hadn't mentioned it, and I we didn't know when we were going to record. So, uh, but yeah, we're going to be back on the Wednesday schedule now, right? Should be yeah, we should be good. Yeah. Uh, and then last, and I hate to talk about this again uh, because it's another mobile game. I've been playing a lot of Doctor Mario World, which is Nintendo's newest foray into the mobile mobile game world, uh, and it's actually quite mm-hmm. good. It's it's probably the best Nintendo mobile game I've played and one of the better mobile games I've played in a while. Uh, kind of addicting. It's got a like single-player mode. Oh, you know what? I actually have a video I can call up here. Um, let me do that real quick. Uh, it's, so it's got a single-player mode. I think it has over 200 stages which is is quite a bit uh i've played a lot i wish i i don't know how much exactly i don't i don't know if i have a way to figure that out oh hey riz uh it was riz that said the harry potter game not not jake they have the same color name on the thing that's why i got it confused at a quick glance but anyway uh dr mario come on guys (laughs) yeah that's my fault for not reading comprehension you know well, colors are hard. Uh, colors are hard, yes. Um, so yeah, the Doctor Mario. It's got, I think, about two hundred regular stages. I'm, I'm on stage one hundred right now. I just 
just called the game up. Uh, so it plays like like Dr. Mara, but it has a lot more mechanics to it. It's got uh, like bubbles that you have to pop. It's got uh, icebergs. It's got blocks in there. I don't know if any of that stuff is in the regular Dr. Mario's. I don't think so. I never played Dr. Mario outside of like playing for a few minutes, you know. Uh, it's got mm. locks and stuff that you have to unlock, but it, it but it essentially plays the same way. Like you're you're matching three on on every level that you play. So you know you make make three with uh, three or more with with you know in, in a group uh, with with your pills and then the color viruses. Uh, but it's also got a, uh, an online versus mode. So you you pick a doctor. I I foolishly picked Peach, uh, not knowing anything about the game, and she has the lowest attack. So. For the longest time, I was getting destroyed on on the on the the multiplayer versus, and I, I wasn't sure why. But once I figured out what what all the stuff did, so when when you attack someone, uh, you fill up a meter as you clear viruses, and once you attack someone, uh, whatever your quote unquote damage is, it'll add that a new layer of viruses to the other person's screen. Uh, so Peach was doing one damage, and I was coming up against Bowser. So Peach would put up one thing whenever she attacked, and Bowser would put up four. So you'd just magic, like, randomly get four virus levels uh, thrown randomly into your stage. Uh, it was very hard to compete. Um, but I, I've since unlocked Bowser Jr., who is a three attack, so I do a little bit better. Not great, but, you know, it's I can at least do a little bit of damage anyway and not lose every match that I play online. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's quite good. Uh, the microtransactions are a little bothersome, but not awful. Uh, so I did hear they were bad, but I wasn't sure if they were actually bad or if that's what people were saying. It could very easily be skewed as pay to win. Um, so what happens is, so you pick your starting doctor, but you unlock more of them as you play and you can either use diamonds or coins. The coins you slowly unlock, you know, by playing the game, playing the levels, uh, diamonds are what you buy so so you to unlock more more characters and then you also have like side power-ups that you can do uh, that do different things i won't get into what they all do um, so staffing you can is what you use to unlock and it's random uh, it lists all the percentages and stuff of, of for for what you get on it's 40 diamonds to unlock a new staff member or like side thing uh, or 4,000 coins. Four th- you get about, if you three-star level, you get 150 coins. If you two-star it, you get 125. If you one-star it, you get 100. So, you know, extrapolate that to, you know, all the, all the levels that I've played. I think I've unlocked a handful of characters. Uh, so you get coins for doing other things too, but that's the main way to get them. Uh, so, yeah, if you, you know, if you have money, let's... Let's take a look at the diamond store and see how much. So 75 diamonds is five bucks. So for five bucks, you can get one, almost two uh, new characters. Okay. So. I don't know. I get, I don't know. You can also use those for power-ups inside the levels. You can use coins sometimes. It's kind of random. Use a heart every time you start a new stage. So. Uh, if you start a new stage and beat it, you don't actually end up losing a heart. But if you start a stage, like I've been stuck on stage 100 for a while. So I'll use all, all my hearts trying to beat it. And then I can't play again unless I buy more hearts. 
Uh, they recharge, you get one every 30 minutes. Or you can send one to friends. Uh, so five hearts is ten diamonds. So there's that. I have six diamonds that I've earned through just playing the game. So yeah, it can be it can be a little bit of a pain, um, but I haven't I haven't spent any money on it. I don't intend on doing it. Uh, I'm pretty happy with with just playing some versus modes. Uh, you get rewards for winning seven matches in a in a time period. I don't I think it might be like twelve hours, and then uh, yeah, I haven't tried the versus mode. Me and Corey have to do a do a battle at some point, but yeah, it's it's not bad. I mean, it's it's good for a mobile game. Um, I think my phone is also uh, talked about my computer. I think my phone is also starting to show its age a little bit. Uh, it's, uh-uh. a, it's a Galaxy Note eight, and uh, so my wife just got a brand new phone. It's a the Pixel three, and Harry Potter runs so unbelievably well on her phone, and mine's all like choppy. Uh, it's the same mm-hmm. thing with Doctor Mario. I don't she hasn't played Doctor Mario, but it runs like really choppy on my phone, and sometimes I'll miss like inputs when I'm trying to move around the the pills and stuff to to beat the viruses. Um, so, uh, Riz says the Pixel 3 is beautiful. Yes, it is. It's a very nice phone, but, uh, I'm going to wait for the, I think I'm going to wait for the Pixel 4 and get that when it comes out. Maybe. Uh, I also am kind of a cheapskate and if I keep my phone (laughs) for another little while, that, that would be great. Phones Um, are so expensive. They are expensive. Yeah. Uh, Riz says he has Pixel 1 also waiting to see what the Pixel 4 is like. So yeah, I think that's supposed to come out. It's like September, I think. Sometime in the fall is when they when the new pixels usually come out. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, Doctor Mario World it's free download. It's on iOS and Android if you're interested at all and give it a give it a shot. Give it a shot. It's pretty pretty good. It's a good good puzzle game to yeah. uh, you know work work your brain a little bit. And uh, that's all I have that I've played. I'm sure there's something else. Oh, I played a little bit of Breath of the Wild today. <laughs> I was. It was weird to play it again. I forgot all the buttons and stuff, so I was trying to figure out. Uh, but I quickly remembered. Damn, back and I, on the juice. Yeah, I really didn't want... Well, I did want to, but I really didn't want to at the same time because that's a game that... It happened last summer. I started playing it in the middle of the summer, and that's all I played for like two months. So I don't want that to happen again, especially with... A, we, I've got a bunch of new games. Well, a new game coming out next week and then at the end of August, and uh, Rad is coming out at the beginning of August, so... And then a bunch of games in September, a game in October, a game in November. So I don't want to use all my time playing Breath of the Wild. I yeah. should just stop sleeping, then I can play Breath of the Wild. But sleep is wonderful. Nah. No, it is. I like sleeping. Yeah. Alright. No, it is. That's all I played, so let's get into feedback. Uh, and we got feedback from Idaho Jake, who says, Hey guys, my son came down June 29th to July 10th, and it was a blast. I've been jumping from Assassin's Creed Odyssey to Borderlands 2, enjoying my time with both of them. I bought the season pass for Odyssey and a couple of the DLC packs, and now I have uh, Pegasus for my horse. Uh, Friday I get to start playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, and I'm excited about it. Other than that, I haven't done much but work, so that's it for me. Have a great night. Did you get a Pegasus when you played well? I did not. I'm trying to remember. I never saw one. It must be a DL- one of the DLC packs. It could be. And it's funny because I put probably 60 hours into that game. Yeah. Didn't see that. But 
I also know that there was so much in there that I missed. So I yeah, definitely could see me not seeing that because there's a lot of content in there. Right. I do know I got a Chocobo in Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, nice. So, like ac- an actual Chocobo? Yep, 100% Chocobo. Really? Did they do some sort of cross-promotion thing with Final Fantasy? Fifteen. Yeah, they did one with. Yeah, they did it with fifteen. Nice. I also got um, one of the swords from the game too. Cool. Okay. Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. I haven't. I've heard a little bit about that, and, and Nintendo talked about that a little bit during uh, during their E three stuff. I haven't. I played Mal- the first Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance and really liked it. It's a really fun game, but other than that, I haven't haven't done anything with with marvel uh and i'm not much into superheroes but that it was a really really cool game you didn't play that with me did did you will was it chris no i never it with... yeah i never did it might have been chris when he was uh living in the apartment next door we might have played that together i played it with someone i think one day we were looking for a co-op game and he suggested that and that's what we ended up playing I actually remember that now that you bring it up. He did suggest that. Yeah, it was it was it was quite good. Um So that's it. We can do the game giveaway, which Jake is the winner. Yeah. Call that up here. What? You cut out again, Will. I haven't been talking. Oh. All right. Uh, okay. Get my random number generator. Let's see. All right. So, Jake. First game. Number 1 to 150, 139 is Gotham City Imposter. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to re-roll. I think Gotham City Imposters is closed down. 46. Yeah, I think so too. Husk. Uh, game number two is number three, which is Rise, Son of Rome. That's a good one. Game number four is 19. Oh, I'm sorry. Game number three is 19, which is... Uh, screen cheat. I don't know what that is. Uh, Riz says, awesome. <laughs> Riz says Gotham City Imposters uh, is shut down. Oops, but it was a fun game. Screen cheat. Okay. Uh, Fifty-seven is Western Press. I know that's come up a few times before. Western. It's really hard to type with one hand when you've been used to typing with two hands for years. <laughs> and then my last one is, or your last one is 105, which is gone. I'll re-roll. 43 is Total War Warhammer. Total War. I'll just put WH so I don't have to type it all out. Okay, Jake, your choices are Husk. Rise, uh, Son of Rome, Screen Cheat, Western Press, and Total War Warhammer. So let us know what you want. We'll get that to you. I am behind a week or two. Um, two weeks. 
Uh, so I'll get those those games out uh, to Tito also. Uh, I think Tate has one too. So uh, next week's episode, I don't know what we're gonna do for next week's episode, but I will let people know on our Twitter feed on Monday. Uh, Twitter.com slash TS Athletes is our is our Twitter feed. Uh, I know not this week, but the week after I think, or not next week, but the week after, either the week after that or the week after that. We'll do Fire Emblem, obviously. Uh, we might, if it's as long as Will says it is, we might want to wait a little while before we do an episode on it, right? Yeah, unless I beat it in those five days that I play it. <laughs> yeah, because it would would only be it would be a fr- you know Friday to what Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we we may need another week. We'll we'll see how it goes. If we, uh, some games, yeah, I don't feel like you need to beat to have like a really good idea of what it's about, you know. No, yeah, that's true. And in a lot of cases, we... uh, you know, my impression is set, and and it doesn't really change after I beat the game, you know. Yeah, no, beating a game doesn't really change my impression unless it has a story like Bioshock, like Infinite. Right, right, the mind blowing sort of thing. Ending. Yeah, so. Uh, we'll, but we'll have we'll have something for you next week. We're we running down the list of like top five episodes that we can do. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna do a game. Probably won't play something new in between now and then. But uh, yeah, it'll be Wednesday night. Back to the Wednesday night recording. So uh, yeah, I think that's everything. Will you got anything else? That's all I've got. All right, that'll do it for episode four seventeen of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm um, well. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.